Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Armor Report today, guys. This is an Armor Education Series video, but I wanted to start it with a little bit of fun. What you were looking at right there is a chart of IIPR, and we're going to discuss it real quick before we jump into the topic today, which is a question I've been receiving from a lot of you Armor insiders. The last couple of weeks, you've all been asking me how I handle tax decisions and investing and trading. So I want to tackle that with you today. It's an important issue. I think we can keep it brief. There's one particular issue I think you got to think about before you make decisions. All right, let's, before we jump in, remember this is a live trading desk. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. All that I share with you is information I've created and continue to create from over 30 years in the business. What we do here is called quantum mental investing. It's a combination of quantitative execution and a fundamental foundation, and that's the information edge I share with you guys. Um, as always, these aren't direct recommendations for you to run out and do. I don't know you as an investor. I can't tell you what stocks to buy and what not to buy. What I can do is share my experience, let you know what I'm doing in my own portfolio and for investors I work with. I can share with you our website, armorreport.com, A-R-M-R report.com, where you can get more information. And as an Armor Insider, then we could take that step and chat one-on-one -on -one and have some more detailed discussions. So this is, this is um, you need to talk to your own accountant to decide how you want to handle tax issues. But I'm going to tell you how I handle them and how I've been handling them for decades. And I hope it helps. Don't forget it's a live trading desk. So forgive me if I have to pick up the phone or execute a trade. I'm involved in trades as we speak. Okay. Um, let's take a look at this real quick just to have a little bit of fun. Don't forget, by the way, if you like what I have to say today, give me a like. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And give me some comments if you've got questions about other issues you'd like for me to address in these educational videos. I'll try to do it as we go forward. All right, take a look at this just for the fun. That's the chart of innovative properties, IIPR. You can see the green arrows. That was the day we did an Armor Insider Eyes Only video, naming this as the number one cannabis stock to own in 2020. Stock was trading at $75.65 when we added it to the Armor portfolios. We're up over 20% in a month. Not a lot of cannabis stocks, maybe none of them, can show you that type of return in the month of January. All right, so I start this show off with a thought here. just want to let you guys understand, especially Armor Insiders. I don't make these videos for you unless I think it's actionable information. There's a lot of guys out there doing a lot of things on the internet, and they're always spewing tons of information. Okay, that's not what I do. 
I get on and do an Armor Insider only video when I think it's actionable and important at that moment. Okay? So I promise you that next time I do it, it's something worthwhile. It's something I'm actually executing in my own account. Um, so let's get into the question of today. How do I handle wash sale rules? How do I handle capital gains tax? Do I go long-term? Do I wait to go long-term? Do I care about short-term taxes? The bottom line answer to this question you can find on a list that I'm building for Armor Insiders called the Armor Investing Rules of the Road. Now, here's the situation. I've got a six-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. I'm building them a list of all of the investing information I've learned over my life. I know it's early. <laughs> I know but I feel a responsibility to teach my children what I've learned. So when they go forward, they can invest appropriately. They can stand on my shoulders, not make the mistakes I've made. And while I'm waiting for them to get to the age where they'll understand what I'm talking about, I'm going to share this list with you guys. Rule number 29. It addresses this very issue about taxes and how I invest and I trade. And it goes like this. I'll paraphrase it. The government will always take its percentage, but the stock market will take it all. That's the only thing you have to think about, in my opinion, when it comes to making decisions about your investments. The government will always get their cut, but the stock market will take it all. And so to make a decision based on the taxes you might have to pay, instead of making a decision based on the correct stop loss to protect your net worth, in my humble opinion, is a big mistake. Okay? Let's directly look at wash sales. What's the idea of a wash sale? You own an asset. It goes down. You sell it. There's a loss there. At the end of the year come tax time, you can use that loss, match it against future gains, reduce your overall tax bill. There's a big if in there. You better have future gains, okay? You don't even know if you're going to have future gains at the end of the year. What if this is the year of a bear market and you're worried about a wash sale? So you say to yourself, I don't want to sell it today because what if I want to buy it back, you know, a couple weeks from now? The rule says if you sell it today for a loss, you cannot recognize that loss on taxes to reduce your, your overall gains if you buy it back within 30 days. So I know some people say to me, well, I don't want to trade in and out of something that I think I want to hold long term. Because what if I sell it today because I, I take a loss and then I have to buy it back a week from now and now it's a wash sale and I can't use that against my future gains. There's a whole bunch of ifs in there. If I buy it back, if I have future gains, 
This is not a reason to make an investing decision. There are ways to avoid the wash sale rules. Sure. Let's take an example of MJ, our favorite cannabis investment. Let's say you got a loss in MJ, but you decide you want to own something, some major piece of news comes out and you've got to own all these stocks again. And it happens within inside of 30 days. Well, you can go buy the individual names and then you don't have to worry about a wash sale. Okay. But what I'm saying is I wouldn't even think about the wash sale rule in my opinion. Do I want to trip myself up and have a wash sale? No, I don't. If I can avoid it, I'll avoid it. But don't make a decision based on that. If you think you have to stop a loss, get out. Period. Reassess the situation. You want to come back in within 30 days, either use the asset and forget about the wash sale issue, or come up with a portfolio that resembles what you just sold so that you get the upside without worrying, without tripping the wash sale rule. Okay. So that's wash sales. Let's talk about capital gains long time. I, I, have, I can't tell you how many times in my career and I've worked with hundreds of investors. Okay. It's probably thousands by now. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people hold an investment. They had huge gains halfway through the year. It's only been six months. They're going to hold those positions to the end of the year because they want it to go long term. And by the end of the year, they've given back every single penny. You don't make a decision about protecting your capital because you hate to give money to the government. That is a classic example of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Now, if I'm a couple of weeks away, you know, from going long term, right? Okay, maybe there's some other things you might do to protect that position, right? If it's not a stock-specific problem, like the whole market's going up and your stock is hitting stops because there's something wrong with their business, you can't worry about taxes. Let's say the whole market's imploded and you've got a, couple, a bunch of positions that could go long-term the next month. Okay, maybe you short the right amount of something else to hedge off your risk and hold it long-term. I get it. That makes sense. So there's no one direct answer to this question. But on a broad picture, I'm never going to make the decision from a tax standpoint, because what I've learned, and it's been a hard-fought lesson, is the government always takes its percentage, but the market can take it all. So worry about protecting capital first, and then worry about everything else. That's my gift to you guys today. I hope it's helpful. Again, if this is talked to you, if it's spoken to you, don't forget, give me that thumbs up, subscribe. Let me hear what you have to say about this issue. I'd love to discuss it some more. Let me know what other issues you want to go over when it comes to uh, education. Perhaps I'll do another series. I know I've promised you guys the next education series will be about the trigger. What gets me to buy a stock? What gets our algorithm to say today's the day to get long? 
that will be the next education series video that I do. But I just wanted to address this today because a lot of you guys have been asking me. And so there's the answer. Don't forget rule number 76, guys. No excuses. Play like a champion. Take care.